Hey everybody and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Hi Lily. Hi Sal, how are you today? I'm okay, I'm okay. The rain's been, the sun is back out, sort of. How are you? We're actually recording on a Monday as well, aren't we? Which we don't normally do. We don't normally do. Fresh new week ahead. Yeah, have you got that Monday feeling or are you feeling ready for it? Uh, No, I've got that Monday feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Especially after a long weekend off and then I think everyone at the moment has annual leave planned in some shape or form. So it's just about, you know, like just working out where everyone is and staying on top of things. So it's good. It's good to see everyone's got so many nice plans. It is, isn't it? It's um, it's very weird now because everyone's all over the shop taking their you don't their staycations or yeah. their. Some people are going abroad. Obviously, I'm getting a bit tired of seeing the people abroad now. I've decided now I've decided to I'm stay in jealous. the UK. <laughs> <laughs> and you've no, got some time off, haven't them. you? Coming up. Um, yes, and I've got some time off, nice. so that'll be good. Staycation, yes. um, Wales, and down south. Nice. Don't know why I said it like that. You know what I mean. By the coast. Um, nice. So that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. With the kids. Yeah. Get Lots them away. Of, uh, yeah, get them away. Get them worn out. Hopefully we get some sun. It's a bit unfair, mm. isn't it? If we go, if we, you know, one, we have to go away. If you choose, if you don't want to go away in this country, but actually you are. And then you don't get any sun. I know. Bit unfair never know i mean i've just like this weekend and this morning been looking at buying barbecues oh um, yes for your new garden yeah but they are still out of stock everywhere so clearly oh. people are still optimistic that we're gonna continue to have some nice weather obviously the heat waves passed but maybe you know I hope maybe we get there's still one. a bit more to come yeah we're only at the beginning of august so hopefully we'll you have to buy up some of those portable barbecues I know. (laughs) I'll find a way. It'll be good. And I I know those turkey Twizzlers again. Well, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Never again for that, for sure. Um, But I know in our uh, workshops this week, when the podcast comes out, we'll be talking about both on the physicals and the virtuals confidence in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, But that has, you know, become also about barbecuing steaming air frying all the different ways you can cook so Mm. sam what would you say would you say you're confident in the kitchen what level are you at Mm. i'd say i'm fairly confident and i'd say that some of my best meals come from just throwing stuff together that i'm not sure is going to work or not but i have a vague idea that it might Mm. so yeah i'd say i'm fairly confident um but there are some things that I would like to do that I don't get time to do, like different cuisines that I'd, I'd like to sort of learn. That's my thing, I think. I'd, I'd like to be a bit more, um, explore different cuisines. So you kind of have your few go-to meals that you kind of always go back to. Yeah. And mm. I think I've become quite lazy, actually, the last probably six months of getting sort of more assembly-type cooking, you know, when you already get the thing and you just heat it up in the oven. Yeah, no, definitely. I know you love a tray bake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like a tray bake? For obvious um, reasons. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, but um, I want to be like I love Korean food and like Thai Ooh. food, so I'd I'd like to. I think I need to go on like a cookery course for that type of thing, though. I'd mm. like to anyway. I know you don't need to, but I'd quite like to rather than just cooking from from a book. I'd like to be sort of be taught um, authentic Korean yeah. cooking. No, I know what you mean. I, I mean, I went out for dinner last week and it was like a Thai tapas. Oh, nice. And, and it's so true, like the different... I think that's the other thing, isn't it, between the authenticity of a, a restaurant yeah. like that and then trying to replicate it at home. Yeah. You really do need all the little herbs and spices to The, the proper stuff, not yeah. just um, what a supermarket says is a like mix of whatever exactly yeah and i think that's where i go wrong so i like to think i'm pretty confident in the kitchen yeah um but i'm quite stingy when it comes to my shopping list so (laughs) if it's not in an obvious supermarket kind of situation i just think do you know what a bit of lemongrass isn't going to make that much difference to the meal. You know, yeah. as, as long as I've got the main ingredients, it'll be fine. But by doing that, You've everything lost the tastes the same. Yeah, it's always paprika, it's always chilli, <laughs> it's always garlic, it's always yes. the same vegetables. So same I think flavour on every meat. Yeah. Exactly. Or not meat, in your well, case. Yeah, not for me. On every but veg. Exactly. And it, it does become that way. And I, I don't know if that's a com. It's not a confidence thing. I think, like you, it's a, a, a lazy thing. Yeah. But I, I do. I do love going through cookbooks, like through our app. Yeah, I'd say you're pretty good. You're yeah. definitely good at the WW recipes. I like to mix it up. Yeah. Um. And the trends. I think, yeah, I think sometimes maybe our members do get stuck in that rut of like ways of cooking. Uh-huh. Um. I know for me especially. And it probably came down to like what kitchen I had for all that time. Mm-hmm. But my oven was terrible. So I never really baked things. I would yeah. always just fry. Like it would always be a stir fry type situation. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'll often roast veg before I then put it in something. Or yes. even That's like a nice, soup. It brings out the flavour in the veg, Makes so it? much difference, yeah. Mm. So it's little things like that. And I think the other one is... And I don't know how this will go down, me saying this. All right. But obviously, it's kind of like a WW member staple to have a fry light in your cupboard to use cooking spray. Yes. And that's because that way you save a hell of a lot of smart points on it. Mm -hmm. But every now and then, if you've got a few points spare to use real oil, oh my God, the difference in flavour. Yes, Is I wonder where you were say? going with this. Yeah, so obviously the majority of our recipes have got calorie control cooking spray. But if you have like um, an Italian recipe where, say, olive oil actually gives a bit of flavour. Yeah. Um, it's part of the flavour, then sometimes it is worth using your smart points on it. As long as it's in, within your smart points budget, it doesn't matter, does it? Exactly. Um, and even things like sesame oil in a stir fry. Oh, like, in I've a stir only fry. recently yes. discovered the power of that. Oh, you yeah. only need a teaspoon or whatever, but it's so nice. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, so I, I always get a bit um, envious of some of your gadgets. And one of them, <laughs> your cooking gadgets, <laughs> and one of them is your, you've got an air fryer, haven't you? Yeah, so through lockdown, I went through every stereotypical <laughs> phase. 
So <laughs> I bought the active fryer. I already had a slow cooker, which I, I love. Yeah. I bought a toasty maker. You know, it was all, even stupid things like, um, oh, like different types of spatulas, just because you'd see someone on TikTok doing something in a quicker way. And yeah. I'd just be like, oh, why don't I do that? And so when it came to moving house, my boyfriend was just like, how do you have so much stuff? You've got the it? smallest kitchen in the world. Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's nice. I've got it all like laid out. But air frying wise, right, I love it. So how do you use it? I'm just not an expert, Sam. Like, oh, right. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't ask it. you that then. Okay. I, I bought it purely for homemade chips and wedges. Uh-huh. And it's been a, a burnt situation quite often. Because oh, right. So you only photograph it when it doesn't burn then. It's quite or rare. Or just turn them over. Yeah, turning over <laughs> always. Um, and I did do a, a call out on my Instagram, like, why aren't mine looking as nice as everyone else's? But it turns out I thought it was quite an, a lazy option where you just leave it in there and it's done. But you do have to keep getting them out, shaking them. Oh, right. So they get an even coat. Yeah, of the oil because you don't put much oil in do you you don't put any oil in it's an oh, air fryer I... <laughs> was i supposed to get that from the title no no but like sorry that made it sound like, I thought... like, duh no like it's it uses air, air to cook it so i thought it yeah. like spun like oil around you can you use put, a like, tiny amount but you can just not use teaspoon. any and maybe that's where mine are going wrong but everyone maybe else i've spoken in. to use fry light and things like that and it's right. okay right. maybe it's the type of potato you use but no you can put anything i've seen people do entire fry ups in there yeah i've seen people bake cakes in them i've seen people what? cook in an like, air fryer poached eggs in an air fryer honestly if you go online there's so many things and i do think actually we've probably got some articles on our website about different ways you can use them but yeah even things like um oven you know like frozen oven breaded chicken and things yeah. like that you can bung that in Put there those in yeah oh, okay so i do think they're worth having i just need to explore mine a bit more and i think where so the you weather's can't just been leave nice, it you need to just shake it every now yeah, and then to which, get it all over right got yeah. it okay that's that's interesting because i thought you got on well with it but maybe you just need to give it some more time yeah i haven't given it enough to chance i don't think but i just every time i see someone else making something in it i'm like oh my god why didn't i think of that and yeah the idea is that it's better than baking in the oven because you don't need oil so gotcha it saves on points that way as well so what else do you use then so what's your go-to thing is it your slow cooker in winter 100 percent like just from a a batch cooking yeah situation yeah um, but again, that's something that you kind of need to grow to learn to love, or you need to find the little tips and tricks because otherwise you end up, everything's really watery. Yes. You can't put too much water in cause it doesn't go anywhere. Mm, nope. So you need to put, basically there'll be the, like the amount the that you tomato, put in yeah. is the amount you'll get out. So it's not exactly. like doing it in a saucepan, is it? And it reduces. No. Are you a slow cooker person? Do yes. you have any gadgets? Not really. Um, slow cooker, yes, obviously in winter. And I find that you can cook what you want also to, to batch cook. I know it's a bit, we're a bit out of season, but to batch cook, you can still do it in the, in the summer. Just depends what you put in. Like you could put a chicken stew in or whatever. Oh yeah, know. you can meal prep anything, can't you? It's um, just being in the mood for a stew. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm always in the mood for comfort food so nice. I'm, I'm happy whatever but um I find that you can do your dinner for that night and put your slow cooker on and you know that's your dinner for the the next couple of nights because it's always nicer anyway mm. the next day isn't it yeah I agree I love a good shepherd's pie the next day and the day after or a curry everything mm. seems to taste so much better is that just me I agree and like pasta bakes when it goes all like stodgy I really like that. Oh, no, I don't like that. Oh, what? You just said anything. (laughs) Not pasta. Fine. (laughs) That's just wrong. That has made me think, actually, though. I might, like, batch cook a pasta salad, because then you have it cold. Yeah. That's quite a good one, maybe. Yeah, that is quite a good one. Unless you're gluten-free. I'm gluten-free. And oh, yeah, gluten-free pasta after you have cooked it. I mean, you have to eat oh, it there and then. Oh, maybe that's why, yeah, you're so against it. Well, I'm not sure. I just don't like soggy <laughs> pasta. <laughs> it's got to be authentic. It's not how the Italians eat it. That's true. Have you also seen... I don't know if this is a, a thing or just I'm on the wrong side of the internet. But some people really like mean? soggy sandwiches. What? As in, so I hate when, you know, back like when, well, you probably still make packed lunches quite often, but... <laughs> when you used to have a packed lunch at school. Yeah, like when you go to packed lunch at school or you take it to uni or whatever and you make a sandwich and then it gets squished in your bag and things like tomato and cucumber would just like make the bread all soggy and horrible. Mm. Like mm. I need a sandwich freshly made so you still got the fluffiness of the bread Oh, I don't mind that, actually. Do you know what? You've just taken me back, and I used to love a soggy tuna mayo sandwich. Oh, God, I can't think of but... Wow. <laughs> Your face. Oh, I wish we had a camera on this now. Oh, well, um, Rachel might sneakily put it up as a teaser or something. <laughs> um, you don't get that with gluten-free bread. Well, not the ones... Oh. I don't... Yeah, see, gluten-free puts a whole different slant on bread. Oh, dear. Yeah, I had to yeah. go with the seeded bread because it it um just tastes like normal bread, whereas the white stuff doesn't, and that doesn't go soggy. Oh wow! But I used to yeah, love I my pat lunch sandwiches. People still like that, yeah. Whereas if you buy like a shop bought sandwich, it's normally not squished or anything like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, I, I just was surprised by that. But that's not a way of cooking. That's just squishing your sandwiches. So I wonder if anyone else on the. Uh, listening we have to do a poll i know maybe we will my boyfriend as well he'll literally make a really nice sandwich and then he'll literally just get his hand and just smush it i was like what i don't understand why i don't know no definitely not for me and then one of the other um ways of cooking that's been listed on here is steaming now that's definitely not something i've been about i always find that like steaming veg they're not as flavoursome but I know what you you like steaming what are you talking about you they are more flavoursome okay (laughs) I use my steamer every day wow probably every day sorry you can probably hear my cat in the background just decided to eat next to me (laughs) (laughs) so nice um I use my steamer every day because it's so easy and I never put it away so it's one of those hob top ones I've got an electric one in the cupboard and I, it's just like such a faff to get it out of the cupboard, mm. put it all together. This is literally just like a saucepan. 
with another two saucepans on top. So yeah, just stack. Yeah. And um, it's so easy. So it's and just everything... fresh veg. Yeah. Bunged in. Chuck it water in. Water underneath. Yeah. But then there's no like, fl- like you're not adding any seasoning. You don't need seasoning. What do you need? What do you need? Like if I'm stir frying something, I'll put, you know, salt, pepper, garlic all in with the veg. So while it's cooking, you're, you're getting that. Right. You don't need that with vegetables. Okay, I'm going to change your world when it comes You're to vegetables. You're lucky I even eat vegetables these days. That's very fam. true. It's very true. <laughs> no, so, so I think steaming has actually stopped me putting salt on veg. Although I might put a little uh, bit on sometimes. Okay. But say if you've got a roast dinner, generally mm. there'll be like salt on the, you know, the meat will be seasoned or the other parts of the, or the gravy will be seasoned. So therefore I don't really feel like I need the salt on the, on the veg. Yeah. But if you do want it, you just put a little bit on afterwards. Okay. Okay, I'm going to convert you. I don't think I have a steamer, but we'll we'll look. Well, I'll get that that. electric one out of the the cupboard. You can have it. Okay. Keep (laughs) it to that. (laughs) You know you love a gadget. Yeah. We'll take all of your new lovely side space up with the with another gadget. Okay. Okay. Mission mission accepted. Deal. And then with barbecuing, obviously we've done barbecue episodes before, so we won't talk about it from a like party perspective. But mm-hmm. if the weather is good and you've got the barbecue out from a previous gathering or whatever, yeah. will you then think after work, do you know what? I may as well just throw some stuff on there so I've got it nice and grilled and smoked, or are you not really about that? No, I'm not about that. I see barbecue as a chore. Mm. And I think it's, oh, I don't know what it is. I wish I was one of those people that just fire up the barbecue and chuck the food on. Yeah. But I see the work around it as a bit of a chore. So I, you know, I always think that you've got to probably weigh the same as you do with vegetables, but like flavour the meat or, you yeah, know, I guess you or think have the right you want stuff. a marinade or whatever. But even the flavour of... It being smoky Smoked. makes a bit of a difference, doesn't it? Especially yeah. for things like fish and, um, and yeah. we've been doing like little veggie parcels in foil, yeah, which is really nice. So That's nice. Jacket that potato, really... yeah, sweet corn. Sweet corn, sweet corn's always nice. Oh, and also I love um, courgettes and red peppers on the on the barbie. Yeah, really tasty. But on in a summer so actually... situation, that way you're not over a hob. Or like yeah. having to keep opening a hot oven, you're outside, and mm. then you've just got to bung some nice salad with it, or some couscous, or whatever. It's true, and, and it's you've more got of like an experience. A nice summer dish, yeah, yeah, less Groundhog Day-ish, isn't it? Then and just sort I of mixed find it up. That with barbecues, maybe it's because it's been so long since I've had one. Less washing up, mm. less pots and pans. You just bung it on. Maybe. Selling it for you. No, but I feel like you're really passionate about it. Maybe, so. I think it's just because I've like had FOMO about not being able to do it. <laughs> for years. So now I'll get it. <laughs> uh, for one week, I'll live off of it and then I'll never touch it again. That's what normally <laughs> happens with these gadgets, isn't it? So you got to make sure you get a cover. you got to look after your barbecue. Because especially if you outlay money on it, then you, you'll think, oh, I really don't want to buy a cover because that's this much more. But actually, it is money rust. well. Yeah, it's money well spent. Exactly, but maybe while you're packing and you know getting ready to move, yeah, you might have to just move out into the outdoors and and just 
barbecue because <laughs> all your pans oh God, will be packed like away it's gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be raining that way you don't have to end up with takeaways the whole time like, <laughs> well there are other things going on in yes. our workshops yes um, and across the board with all members yes um and that is a there's a challenge it's a, a drinking challenge, challenge which Isn't sounds it? very exciting, <laughs> but it's not that kind of drinking challenge. Not that kind of drinking challenge. Not the one that we're really good at. No. It's drinking as in a hydration challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called Drink Up. Um, yes. And basically we're promoting um, being hydrated because we know the knock-on effect that it can have for other parts of your life uh, with sleep, with weight loss, with... Um, just how you feel in general. Um, So there's a tracker that can be used. Do you want to give the details? Because you're better at this stuff than me. Uh, It's on our Instagram. It will be on Connect. It's on Facebook. It's on Insta Stories. You'll find it everywhere. a weekly version or a monthly version. um, And you basically just add on um, an emoji for every glass of water you drink. And I know there was quite a bit of querying about it's six to eight glasses a day. That is what is scientifically recommended. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it differs depending on how much activity you're doing, age, etc. But that is the overarching average. And people have, you know, quite rightly asked, well, how much is a glass? Big glass, little glass. Yeah. Um, and it's basically around getting to around two litres a day. So that mm-hmm. would work out a kind of a 250 yeah. mil glass. Um, but don't overthink it. I mean, no, just grab just a glass and have a drink. And, yeah. If it's and more than you were drinking before, then fantastic. Exactly. And you will really feel the difference. And I think I, I've talked about it on here quite a bit, especially in lockdown, that was something I really started to focus on. And yeah. I remember With your I was trying lemon water. Bottle. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got a two litre bottle. So I know that as long as I get through that throughout the whole day, I've ticked my box. Um, But obviously if you're going to the gym or doing workouts, you might want more than that. And Mm -hmm. I do tend to find that I personally have more. But because I've become so used to that habit, if I'm out for the day or like away from home... I really noticed the effects of not then being hydrated. Oh, interesting. Like really strongly will start to get headaches or yeah. feel more tired or I notice it in my skin. Yes, so um, it does. That's it's, a it big thing, yeah. Affects your tiredness, doesn't yeah. it? Your energy levels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even, you know, we've just had a heat wave in the UK. So a lot of people I know have struggled with dizziness, you mm-hmm. know, and it is normally due to being dehydrated. So... It goes to show that, but also from a kind of food and weight loss side of things, I don't know, like, I find if I drink a glass of water before a meal, mm-hmm. I feel fuller for longer. Oh, interesting. I have heard that somewhere, actually. And I think for me, with water, or with a drink, it doesn't have to be water, it could be another drink. Yeah, if you're not a fan, then yeah. obviously... Um, then, well, like you say, add lemon, do do whatever it takes yep. to make it tasty to you. Um, obviously, water is just like the, the the ultimate healthy choice, isn't it? And it's free. Yes, oh, and it's tap. free also. <laughs> um, but I find that I, I'll eat and snack through boredom. 
So if I go yes. and get a drink instead, I mean, it takes some willpower for me to do that. But if I do, generally it works because I've just taken my mind off of, you know, being bored or mm. whatever. So that works quite well. No, definitely. And I think the other thing is that, um, you know, if you do drink squash, like sugar-free squash and stuff, that is mm-hmm. absolutely fine and that will count. Um, even black tea and black coffee can count yeah. as long as you're not adding kind of milk and sugar. And even if you do, again, that's just extra yeah. smart points. But it is interesting when you hear how many people do struggle to reach that target. Yeah, I find it really difficult. I'm not sort of naturally, I'll have to remind myself to get a drink, which I suppose why, you know, your strategy of having that massive bottle that I could probably barely lift mm. next to you is quite is a good one because it's always there, isn't it? And you've got those sort of markers on it that remind you that you need to drink. And I suppose if you get halfway through the day and you've hardly drunk in it a bit, you're like, oh, I've got quite a lot to drink now. But um, I think maybe I need to do that, get a new bottle. Yeah. And I think like, obviously there isn't an established direct link between water intake and weight loss, but Mm -hmm. it's just, it can support it just because you're feeling better. You're feeling more focused and you're less likely to pick up a can of Coke, for example. Yeah. Um, so that's a massive thing as well. But yeah, for me, it's things like supporting digestion, Mm -hmm. um, just eliminating toxins. Sometimes if you have had a bit of a heavier weekend in terms of going out for greasy food, in terms I of will our be type of craving water. <laughs> and that, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Going to be dehydrated after alcohol. So it's it's things like that that I, I really notice it. And even concentration. Concentration is a big one. Yeah. If you're not hydrated, you will not be able to focus. Or not exactly. focus as well. So I think, That's you know. That's what my problem is. Maybe. <laughs> Because it, it was only in lockdown that I really started thinking about it. And I think it's just where you're sat in one place all the time. You yeah. Kind of get your desk set up and you're like, right, here's my bottle, here's my glass. Mm. Like, make sure I'm drinking enough. Um, but yeah, it, it's, a, it's a weird one. I think once you get into that habit, it's like we talk a lot about little habits and mm-hmm. how you build on it. I think once it's there, it becomes natural to just yeah. grab for it. Um, but yeah, through through the month of August, we'll have lots of articles um, across all of our channels. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be discussing it on social media. Um, so hopefully there'll be kind of tips and tricks and um, more information that will help you all. But yeah, maybe Sam, now's your time. To become a drinker. Well, of water. Not that, yeah, I think, so. <laughs> I, think, I think you got the other one sorted out. Yeah. Do you not find even when you like work, like when you go for runs and stuff, you... Oh, I barely drink. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I know, it's weird, isn't it? But, yeah. I feel like I'd keel over in the gym if I didn't take a bottle of water. No, I, I wouldn't even miss it. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? How Maybe different I should do bodies like, um, work. What's that? What's that marathon across the? I don't know why I'm saying this. Do some sort of desert extreme. extreme. Just after talking to Jamie Ramsey okay. the other week. <laughs> yeah, it's Jamie Ramsey effect, isn't it? <laughs> that was one thing I wanted to ask him on the call was, 
like when do you go for a week <laughs> like on a bike for hours and hours How it's a little bit easier for men though isn't it True. you're thinking as a woman like how do you do we need to we need to speak to um another Jamie's athlete. female equivalent and ask them when yeah. they when they get to go to the for a wee yeah it's a little bit more difficult isn't it yeah especially if you're in the middle of nowhere yeah wow and on that note (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's one thing if you are gonna take on the drink up challenge obviously make sure you're near a toilet so that you're not (laughs) struggling oh you get steps in as well don't you i that's what i find if i'm drinking more then i'm constantly going to the loo so So going up and down the stairs all the time so that's another that's another plus Mm mm-hmm there you go. Aiding my fitness and my weight loss. Hurrah. <laughs> and my overall health and my brain. Water your brain. We are Water like your brain, plants, people. as always. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well. It's nice to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Make sure you go get a glass of water. I'm going to I am. I'm going to now. I'll wait for the steamer in the post. Yeah, and, I'll, um, I'll put that in the post, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that'll fit for the last. I'll come put it on your doorstep. Okay, thanks. All right. Yeah, have a good week and a nice holiday if I don't speak to you before then as well. Cool. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Can't wait to hear how you get on in the challenge. And we'll see you soon. Let us know. Okay. Bye. Bye.